Hi guys, just a reminder, this podcast will contain swearing, spoilers, and it is all our own opinion. What's going on guys, I'm Josh. And I'm Kate. And this is Pilot Era, the show you're listening to because you can't be watching TV right now. That was good, wasn't it? That was like the practice. I know, I'm trying hard now. Well, what practice? The hundredth practice. Mate, don't even talk about it. Yeah, so I guess we want to start off with a bit of an apology about the sound last time. We definitely need to apologise about the sound last time. It was fucking awful. I'm so sorry, guys. I spent days, like three days, trying to make it sound okay. And each little bit of it does sound better than it did when I started. Can you believe that? Imagine how bad it was before. <laughs> it was really bad before. And then I got in the car and I pressed play and I couldn't even get through half of our own podcast. Yeah, same. I had to turn it off. I think I only listened to about 15 minutes. That was shameful. So we are so sorry. We spent a lot of time this time tweaking and changing and we got a new computer and we are pretty sure that was a factor and we realized that one of the actual USB ports on that new computer doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, which is great. What are you going to do? Are you going to take the computer back or? No. It's so annoying. It's so one of the annoying. microphones just legit wasn't working. Yeah. And I think that's what stuffed up the sound last time. Yeah, and we got a new desk and the desk is made of like glazed wood. So it's really <laughs> reflective of sound. So we've got a nice, a nice cushy blanket to put over the top now. It actually I've looks s- really nice. <laughs> I think it looks terrible. I've oh. changed the computer settings. Everything should be okay. We spent like half an hour fucking around <laughs> trying to get the microphones right. So if this doesn't work, we got to quit. <laughs> oh, don't say that because it probably won't work. Fuck. I'll cut that out then if it doesn't work. What do you want to start with? So, what's going on? <laughs> well, we actually, apart from the sound, we actually got a bit of a backlash from our last episode we did we actually got some conflicts coming out we went out um one of our friends alice who's a big fan of the podcast love you alice (laughs) she submitted her phd thesis last week congratulations so we all went out on friday night last week and when we got there like alice was already like pretty cut and (laughs) she was like oh i've got a bone to pick with you and pulled us both aside and was like (laughs) We thought she was going to complain about the sound of the podcast, but she was like, I don't agree with what you said about Altered Carbon. It's the best show. I was like, oh, orcs. <laughs> so she kind of yelled at us for a little while. She did. But I think it was just because she was cut. She couldn't understand that we only watched the first episode before we do this, guys, <laughs> in case you need clarification. Yeah, that's why it's called Pilot Error. That's why it's called Pilot Error. Also, <laughs> you're allowed to disagree with us? Oh, of course. It's like... We welcome that. Part of the point. <laughs> if you get mad, that's kind of good because at least you're like feeling something yeah we all need to feel something sometimes guys yeah hit us up on social media if you hate us like i, I we, we got pretty thick skin mate well, <laughs> you do anyway yeah I'll, I'll be the one reading it i'll be vetting it for you we've had a pretty eventful weekend last weekend didn't we it was trashy yeah so <laughs> we had that we had that night out and it ended up being pretty big like pretty huge night well we only got kicked out of one place yeah no, that's funny <laughs> we won't go into that but we were supposed to go to Rites of Passage Tattoo Festival on Saturday. We were we were way too hungover to do that on Saturday. Yeah, I ended up actually just sleeping literally all day. And then I went out again at 11.30 that night, like Saturday night, to go watch Shop One. 
What a beast, mate. I know. <laughs> well, I did need an entire day of just, like, sleeping and eating. And the doors didn't open till 10. Yeah. <laughs> so I got that, like, 12 and then danced until 3am, came home. But we did end up going to Rites of Passage on Sunday. Yeah, it was pretty good, wasn't it? What was your What was your favourite part about it? What do you mean? I don't know. You just go there and watch heaps of people get tattooed and see tattoo artists. They're all the same people we saw last time. There was a few other people there that we hadn't seen before, I think, because I got a few new business cards that I didn't get last time. Yeah, but not as like prolific, I don't think, of the people that you got the new business cards for. No, because I first saw Stefan Salomon at the last convention we went to, and I'm getting tattooed by him in like two months. So that was really good because I found him through that. Just came home with like 30 business cards or something. This time I think I only came back with about 10. Yeah, but you came back with business cards from people that weren't as prolific in the scene this time. Like some lower level people, I think. Yeah, maybe. I think that guy that you got the card from that did those Invader Zim tattoos. Oh, yeah. That was pretty cool. I've never seen anyone do Invader Zim flash before. Neither have I. Walking around looking for someone to do a Pop Team Epic tattoo. <laughs> yeah, you were like, oh, I'm just waiting to see Pop Team Epic flash. I'm like, yeah, whatever. You're not going to find that. Don't do that fucking voice about me, mate. <laughs> you dickhead. But, yeah, we got to see Kane, my usual tattoo artist. We did get to see Kane when he wasn't pretending that he was in the toilet. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh getting pretty sick of just standing around here so i go for like hour-long toilet breaks and just walk around one of the people at his shop was so busy that kane was just doing that person's tattoos he's the owner of the shop yeah 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 it was a good day got out in the sun a bit and had a cup of pims you did that was lovely was it yeah it was 10 bucks yeah i know that's pretty expensive and it was mostly ice yeah and like a one shot of pims and pims isn't even well, it is alcohol, but it's not but very it's not high really. percentage, yeah. <laughs> anything else to say about Rites of Passage? That a lobster roll? $16. $16. <laughs> I've never been to that exhibition centre before in Carlton. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I can't believe you haven't been in there. I used to go in there all the time, mainly because um, they used to have, like, second-hand clothes sales in there. Mum always used to drag me in there. Or factory outlets. Yeah, Shaz is a bit of a hoarder. Ooh, yeah. She likes to just buy lots of random stuff. She's my hero. She always buys us, like, clothes and bags and scarves. I've got about ten scarves that she's given me, which is great. Like, you, you can't, you can never have enough scarves. It's cute. She's funny. We'll move on to some TV news, I guess. Well, not news, but what we've been watching. Well, yeah, we've got to um, get through that pretty fast because we haven't really done anything other than be hungover and go to Rites of Passage. Yeah, we've been really busy. This weekend, what are we doing this weekend? Oh, it's... Going the- to a birthday and then a garage sale and then... <laughs> A four-year-old birthday party. Or three. Is it turning three? I thought it was three. Yeah. Oh, We're going to go to a little play centre and hang out with three-year-olds. Yep. Um, I was joking that I was going to wear my my brand new velvet bands. Yeah, to a play centre with three-year-olds. <laughs> Do you reckon I should? No. I just really want to wear them. When am I going to wear them? We can wear them later when we go to this garage sale that we're going to. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. Sit on the lawn and get drunk while people try to sell their shit. It's going to be awesome. That's going to be a good weekend. So, I guess the main thing that we've really been enjoying watching lately is another Japanese anime. Yeah, say the name. Uh, (laughs) Agretsuko?
That's it. Agretsuko? Yep. Or Aggressive Tsuko. Yeah, Aggressive Retsuko. Her name's Retsuko, right? Yeah. Yeah. So she's like this little panda? I think it's a red panda. And she works in Tokyo at this like office job at an yep. accounting firm and she just hates it. Yep. So at night she goes to karaoke and she sings metal music. Yeah, like death metal. Yeah. To kind of like let off steam and talk shit about her boss and her co-workers. Yeah. It's so cute. It's so funny. Do you like it? Yeah, it's fantastic. It's weird the way that it's structured because it's really... Every, all the conversations are really simple and really simplified like they're for a kid's show. But it's definitely not a kid's show <laughs> at all because it's very like feminist and like call it out misogyny and yeah, it's really strange. But the way that they approach the topics and the animation is really like... Fun. Yeah, it's weird. It's like serious topics, but it's also done in like a fun way. Yeah. I really like it. I think we've only got a couple of episodes left. There's only 10. I think we've only got three episodes left. I wonder if they'll do more of it. Well, we'll just have to see. I don't know if it could do with much more. Yeah. I mean, we were saying before that it's a little bit samey. Yeah. Because the kind of joke is that, you know, she's this sweet little cute panda and then she just loses her shit at karaoke and yeah. sings this metal. And that's kind of like the punchline of every episode kind of thing. Every episode. So it gets a little bit samey, but there's enough in there to kind of... It keeps keep it going. Interest, yeah. yeah. And there's actual plot lines and stuff. But I think if they don't do something drastic, then 10 episodes is probably pretty good. Yeah. It's a really good idea and it probably... Yeah, it would be overdoing it a bit if they did more than that. Yeah. So obviously we're going to finish it. It's pretty good. It makes me laugh. <laughs> yeah, I'd recommend it. It's on Netflix, so you can just watch it. It's all dubbed. So The episode's like 15 minutes long. Yeah. So what's that? 150 minutes of TV or yeah, something? Yeah, it's not a lot. No. They smash it out in a day. So now that we're done talking about the only new thing that we've been watching, it's time for Kate's Corner. <laughs> <laughs> well, I obviously watch a lot more TV than Josh. Yeah. Because I get public transport to work and I basically just use that dead time to watch TV and often things that Josh won't really want to watch. Ne- never want to watch it. So I've actually watched a couple of new things and they both kind of sound the same. <laughs> Imposters and Incorporated. They're both Stan original shows. I'm trying to think which one I enjoyed more. They're both completely different. Imposters is actually still going and it's in season two now coming out week by week. Yeah. So if you want to watch it, you can basically watch all smash out all of season one. And then I think it's on episode three or four now of season two. I'm not so much impressed with season two. Season one was really cool because it was kind of all new. Like I've never really watched a TV show about con artists before. Yeah. Like, there's heaps of movies about it, but I feel like there's not really any TV shows about it. But it basically just follows this woman who marries people, then basically just takes all their money. But it turns out there's kind of a bit more to the story. Like, there's a whole con group going about it. But it's really interesting. I'd recommend it. I actually think you'd quite like it, Josh. Well, it reminds me of another show I'm trying to remember the name of. (laughs) Yeah, in that show, they have a new... Thing every week and they just con yeah people. we were talking about that and it was more like a, a serial show like a crime thing but 
con artists, right? Yeah, it's procedural. Yeah, yeah. This one was more like an overarching storyline. It wasn't so much like that. Uh, one cool thing about the first season is that Uma Thurman's in it. I remember you walked in once and I was watching it and you're like, is that Uma Thurman? Yeah, because I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> She's not like a huge character. She plays um, a, like a hit woman. So she only comes when the con artists aren't doing their job properly. So right. she's, she's basically like a bit of a Kill Bill kind of Uma Thurman, which is pretty cool to see again. But I don't think they could get her back for season two because they end up sending her ex-husband instead of her, who's like a nobody actor. So I don't think they could get her back for season two. Otherwise, she probably would have been in it. Yeah, well, I mean, if you want to rape TV shows against each other, I think the one that got renewed, you might have to say, is uh, better than the other one. Oh, Incorporated. Yeah, so I think Incorporated was originally on the Sci-Fi channel in the US and they they only got one season and then it got cancelled. And it was produced by Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Damon. So it seemed like it was pegged to be this huge success and they did, I think they did a lot of promotion of it when it first started, but then they just kind of dropped off with the marketing. And no one really ended up getting into it and they cancelled it. Um, Stan's picked it up and it's on Stan now. It's one of those first on Stan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, only one season. And I actually thought it was a fantastic show. It's all like dystopian world. It's set in the future. The environment is fucked. And the government's no longer in charge. Corporations are in charge. Yeah. So there's two main like big corporations and they're like food manufacturers, right? And they research and make new seeds and stuff like that. Yeah. And they're the companies that run everything. And it just follows this guy who's kind of infiltrating one of the companies to save this woman that he was in love with back in the past when he lived like in the slums. Yeah. And yeah, it's just awesome. The story is like, it seems kind of cliche, but it's not. It's completely different to anything you've seen. Okay. The characters are really interesting. The main character, he's like a massive dickhead and he's pretty fucked up. But you still root for him. It's like one of the you know, yeah, I like love an those shows. Yeah. I love those shows where the main character is like awful but you still love him. And I'm really upset that they didn't pick it up for season two because they actually left it quite open ended with a lot of things that could happen. Maybe Matt, Matt and Ben are too busy. I don't think so. I think they were keen to do another season, but it just didn't do well enough. It's terrible. I actually signed a petition to get season two made, so pretty good does Watch it, the space does it do the really obvious like the thing that we always talk about how when you know you're living in a dystopian world when companies just advertise themselves like not products they're just like life corp yeah yeah because yeah. you don't have a fucking choice yeah. and you're like the umbrella corporation LexCorp. Voltec. omnicorp if your mother didn't love you if your father went for cigarettes and never came home Pepsi will cure that. Yeah, there you go. You didn't say you did anything. You didn't say you are selling anything. You're just like, we're here. Yeah, Fucking. that's seriously what it is. Like when you go to the slums, you know, there's like TVs. It's just like Spiegel. And that's the name of one of the companies. Yeah. It's Spiegel and Inazaki or something are the two main companies. And you basically have no choice if you're poor than to just be poor or join like one of their armies. Yeah. And that's all you can do. So, yeah, it's exactly like that. So I remember what the con artist show is. Yeah, what's it called? It's called Leverage. Oh, okay. So I watched quite a lot of that. And it's not so much con artists, it's more that they just steal from thieves, I guess. 
so like they're the Robin Hood kind of thing. Sort of. So it's like three professional or four professional thieves and like an ex cop or whatever who's to catch them. And they get together to like con people out of their shit. And every episode is like an Ocean's Eleven, but like Short. every single episode. So it's like, here's the plan. And they explain the plan and what will happen. And the thing goes wrong and you think they've lost. And then they're like, but this is the actual plan at the end. Every episode <laughs> does this. Everyone. That sounds good, though. I wouldn't mind watching that. I got, like, a season and a half in, and I think I just gave it away for something else. But we should watch it. Like, I think you'll enjoy it. It's very it's very procedural. Yeah, well, we like that. Yeah. And the characters are good. Maybe it does something just after I gave it away. The other show I've been watching, I actually just finished it this morning. Season three of Unreal has been coming out week to week on Stan. Really cool. Like, I've always loved this show. Lots of people, I think, have fallen off it after season one because season one was like so different and new and then everyone just kind of lost interest but I, I still love it and there's a season four coming out Woo! which I watched the promo for this morning it looks pretty interesting it kind of seems like the main character is going to be the sutress of the next season kind of it's what they said out loud in the ad for it well yeah but that might be you know like a bit of a red herring kind a of dream thing. yeah it could it could <laughs> just be nothing but yeah it's basically about a reality show called everlasting one of those dating shows with like the bachelor or yep. the bachelorette and it just it's all about the behind the scenes drama of that and all the manipulation that goes with producing a reality show it's not a documentary like it's completely yes yeah, so it's fiction. just about one woman who they only keep on the staff to just fuck with people and yeah. like ruin shit on the show yeah she's just really manipulative and basically yeah produces people to do weird shit and crazy shit to make good TV. Fucking weird. This show's just about her. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I love it. And that's a real, like, women positive show as well. Because all the main characters are women and it's all about, you know, girl power. So I love that part of it. Yeah, but she's awful. Like, objectively, she's terrible. I think I just love these shows where the main characters are awful. Because imposters <laughs> as well, they're all con artists. The main characters yeah. all fuck people over. There's a bit of a pattern here with the TV I like, I think. Shitheads. <laughs> no, I re- recommend all of those shows that I just said. They're all on Stan. Man, I've been watching a lot of Stan. Well, yeah, it's lucky that we pay for it. I don't know. What have I been watching on Netflix? Riverdale, sort of. Yeah. That's it. Dragon's Den. Dragon's Den. <laughs> We've been watching iZombie a lot still. That's on Stan. Yeah, I watched uh, Pokemon in the Go League at the start again. I will Oh, yeah. What episode are you on now? Like 70 or something? 70? It doesn't go upset. I think they've got 54 episodes. Oh, okay. And I'm like four episodes from the end. Aww. What? Sad face. I like falling asleep to it. The other thing that Netflix is good for is all those trashy... So that was Kate's Corner. <laughs> Bring All those trashy murder shows, like real life crime shows. Yeah, we love the trashy murder shows. What? <laughs> do, you to, do you want to talk about them? You were just giving me shit for Kate's Corner and then I'm like, go on then, talk about them. And you're like, what? But you already started. I wanted to close Kate's Corner. It's closed. Bling! Kring! Okay, so we found a few good crime, like real life crime shows on Netflix. Like you had um, See No Evil was really good. 
about how they use CCTV footage to catch criminals. And we've just been trying to find something. And the confession tapes one. Mm, that was good. So we've been trying to find something equally good. And we've stumbled across some gems because they're so fucking awful. So <laughs> the first one we watched was uh, Loyalty Turned Lethal. And I think we were a bit, both a bit wasted <laughs> when we watched this for the first time. And it was just... Oh, no, you started watching it, didn't you? Yeah, I think I watched it on the train. Yeah, and we just watched it when we were a bit intoxicated. And it's just about, like, friends who turn on each other and, like, murder each other. It's fucking weird. (laughs) Trying to think what my favourite one of that was. They're all just like, this woman slept with her best friend's boyfriend and then stole her cake recipe. And then, like, (laughs) they're fucking so strange. Yeah, it's kind of creepy because, yeah, how do you know that wouldn't happen to you? (laughs) And you're just thinking of someone's like your best friend and then suddenly you're dead. Killing you. Creepy. Oh, there was that one where the woman killed her friend that was pregnant and then cut her open and stole the baby. Fantastic. Holy shit. That was probably the most fucked up one. Oh, you'd hope so. The baby's five though. Yeah. Insane. Speaking of killing someone that you love. <laughs> <laughs> 50 ways to kill your lover is another one. Oh, that's a bad one. Just for the record, I don't want to kill you. That's not why I started watching this. Thanks, I guess. This is basically the same thing, but it's couples that end up killing each other. Yeah, and like people who cheat and they kill that person they were cheating with and stuff. Yeah. I just love this one because they have psychologists that come on and they're like, I don't know if they're real or fake. Psycho- they look really fake. Fake. They look really fake. And they come on and they say the most obvious stuff. Like, just so incredibly cringe-obvious. It's so funny. So, like, this doctor, and he comes up on the screen, is some fucking, like, nerdy 20-year-old kid pretending to be a psychologist. And he's just like, oh, well, uh, finding out that her uh, husband was cheating on her, you know, that brings up a lot of feelings of, like, rage in people. And, like, sometimes, you know, that rage spills over into, like, violent tendencies. And you're like, yeah, obvious fucking Lee. Why do you have to spell this out? What demographic is this aimed at? It's to bulk out the show. Because I've literally got like five minutes of content. All of these shows do this to bulk out the show. Like, I understand. But this is just not even like, oh, um, this drug is like this and it comes from this and you can only get it from here and then like it makes this happen. Like, sometimes that happens, but mostly it's a psychologist being like, when people are mean to you, you get angry. <laughs> and you'll, and like, they're just, that, in every episode, <laughs> every episode there's a bit where it's just like, Well, she felt very betrayed when her husband slept with uh, multiple women who weren't her. And those feelings of betrayal would make you angry. And you're like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Yeah, no shit, mate. What do you think of it? It's good. (laughs) (laughs) I love trash. Shall we move on to some games? Why not? I spent $90 the other day. On a $60 game? Yeah... I did something stupid because I wanted to come home and play Just Dance because Josh was working late and I wanted to do some exercise and I was like, I don't want to go to the gym. I just want to play Just Dance. So I went on the Switch store and bought Just Dance 2018. Then I looked up on the JB Hi-Fi website and it was $60. And how long was the download time for the game? Three hours. So I couldn't even play it that night. Nope. (laughs) I could have gone to Kmart like on the way home. Not Kmart. JB Hi-Fi on the way home. Bought for $60 and played it straight away. Yep. But instead, I paid $90 and didn't even play it that night. Yep. But that's okay. We played it last night. 
because we, we have today off. It's a Wednesday and we're not at work. Yeah. So last night we just, yeah, had some drinks, played some Just Dance, watched sure TV. Did. I really like it. I think it's good. There's a lot of content on there. They well, can- yeah, but songs that come with it, they're like half locked and half unlocked. And you play two of the unlocked ones and then it gives you like all the rest of them. Yeah, it was pretty weird. It was really strange. It's not like play one song and then get another song or play one song, get another. No, it was just like play two songs, get all the songs. Yeah, that really pissed you off. <laughs> and, oh, mate, as someone who's played games since I was a little kid, that's fucking bullshit. That is not how we do I know, it. But as I said to you before, Just Dance is not for gamers. But you made it so that it's got no last stability. Like you've got no reason to play it now. No, you do, because you want to get good scores and high scores, and then you can go online and play against other people and, you know, practice so that you get good and you can beat people online. But you see, that's, like, the percentage of people like that are like you. So it's like a a niche percentage of people. But I guess it's a niche percentage of people who still play Just Dance. (laughs) Shut up. So... But also, it's like, I think a lot of kids play it as well. Yeah. So you don't want it to be restrictive for kids. You want them to play and have fun and dance and exercise. So you don't want to like lock all the songs so that they don't feel motivated to play. Yeah, but that is the motivation to play, so you can get the songs. Yeah, I don't know. I think we just see it a bit differently. Oh, well. But then you can always just pay for... What was it called? I think it's just called Unlimited. Un- just Dance Unlimited. Just Dance Unlimited and get all the songs from all the games plus... Extras. Extras. Yeah, they, they give you a three-month free subscription to Just Dance Unlimited. So I literally have hundreds of songs now. Yeah. Which and how awesome. much is it after the three months or whatever? I don't know. I can't imagine it being that much, but I probably won't do it. Well, that's the thing. Like, three months is probably usually the last ability of a Just Dance game. Like, we'll pull it out, the other ones, every once in a while, but... I know. It's not like I even really play very often. No. we Not since the last one. No. We should just go online and play that one song over and over and over again. Which one? I don't know. The one with the ladies. I like the Lady Gaga one. The... They had bad romance on the other one. Yeah, that's true. That was cool. So we bought Just Dance for $90. When you could have bought God of War for $70. Why would I buy that? (laughs) Because the new God of War just came out. Apparently it's like the best game in the world or some shit. You know the the usual shit that comes out whenever a new game comes out. Is that on Switch? No, it's on PS4. I'm pretty excited to play it, but I don't know if I'd want to play it not on the Pro... So you have to buy the PS4 Pro for it, and that's like $900 or whatever. That's like What's the, f- the Pro? It's the 4K PlayStation 4. Oh, geez. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I don't think it's worth it. And, like, I don't have time anymore to, like, sit down for however many hours it is and play a game. Yeah, sure. So now that we're doing this bullshit, <laughs> if I can talk to people out there, just kidding, I love you guys. But let us know how the new game is as well, because I probably won't get to play it. You should just buy it anyway. Well, that's the life, isn't it? It's just like, oh, I've got a full-time job so I can afford to buy these games, but now I don't have time to play them. Well, maybe if you stopped playing Isaac so much, you'd have time to play other games. I play Isaac maybe once a week maximum. Yeah, for like six hours. Mate, for like two hours. That's what you think. <laughs> it is, yes. It is what I think. Not much music news. I already spoke about going to Shock One. I think that's the only gig I've been to since... We last spoke. I really want to go to that um, Void of Vision show, but I don't think I can go because I'm going to the Grampians. Well, I thought you were going to drive. We'll see what happens. Okay. 
because otherwise then I have to go Friday night, Void Vision, drive to Grampians fr- uh, Saturday morning, drive back from Grampians Sunday afternoon, and then fly to WA on Sunday night. Yeah. It'll be pretty intense. <laughs> Can't believe you're leaving me by myself for this song. What? I'm going to be all unwashed and unruly and shit. <laughs> it's only going to be for like five days. Yeah, it's going to be fine. So, I don't know, I went off track there. The main bit of music news that I've come aware of for the last couple of days is that Franz Ferdinand are touring with MGMT, which I think is a pretty cool combo. What do you reckon? It's weird, isn't it? I listened to the new Franz Ferdinand album all the way through. Yeah. I, there was nothing that grabbed me, and I would not listen to the new MGMT album because oh, it's, it's actually really good. <laughs> MGMT are not my thing at all, and I'm just waiting for them to be fucking everywhere. Like, they always ask. They put out, like, a song, and then they're on every fucking car commercial and every commercial for fucking bread. Don't you remember that? That Was no. that Electric Feel or whatever, that oh, song? Oh, okay. And that was, they used that to advertise, like, everything. Yeah. That's a great song. Now, the new album is super weird. Super weird? Yeah. Like, a lot of the lyrics are really depressing, but the music is still, like upbeat and like happy sounding well, that's what they always did yeah i think yeah they do but i don't know it just seems a lot weirder than before the first song is actually pretty funny it's like about this couple that break up and he breaks up with her because she exercises too much she works out too much and she she doesn't want to be with him because he doesn't work out enough and that's the song it's not a very good song <laughs> no it's cool we'll put a clip in it's really catchy. Don't tell me what to, how to edit. But I'm thinking about going to this, this tour. I think it would be pretty cool. Well, you may as well if you want to. I think I think I can find someone to go with. You'll probably be able to find someone to go with. Maybe Jack will come. Yeah. It's alright in the morning. It's past my nap time. You're ruining the whole podcast. Aww. Oh my god, it is past your nap time. Holy shit. <laughs> I don't think I can nap because I've... Had a couple of drinks and then I'll wake up and be super grumpy. You'll be super grumpy anyway because we could go back to work tomorrow. <laughs> Standard. Only two days though and then weekend. Yeah. It's been a pretty good week. Yeah, I like short weeks. <laughs> I think everybody also, likes short weeks. Yeah, also country where they have four-day work weeks now. I don't know, a good one? Like Sweden or something. Probably Switzerland or Sweden or some shit. So where it should be, mate. It doesn't make sense. I reckon product productivity would go up if we worked four days a week instead of five. Well, it would have to because you'd have to get five days worth of work done in four days. Yeah, but no one actually does five days worth of work in a week. Speak for yourself, mate. Maybe edit that out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Sam. Yes, I'm working while you're away. <laughs> Pretty rough. I found this new band. Well, they're not particularly new, but... I found them on Spotify for the first time on one of those little playlists that they make for you. These playlists have served me really well because I found some really good stuff on there here. Yeah. I just basically go on there and flip through, listen to like 30 seconds of each song and then save the ones that I like. And I found this band called Invisions. The song is called Parasite. Interesting, different hardcore music. Yeah. 
it kind of sounds a bit like Void of Vision <laughs> mixed with like old Bring like Bring the Horizon, like Deathcore Bring the Horizon. Yeah. Um, I just found it really interesting. And I, I left a little note on their page and they, they liked it, which was cute. They did the little love heart. Aww. What do you're, you think? You're going to be famous again. This is just like when Slumberjack called you a trap queen. Yeah, mate. I've had so many like things from artists. Shock One liked something that I posted once. Oh, Johnny, shit. Johnny Craig's liked stuff that I posted. <gasps> Fuck. Um, that was yeah, a Slumberjack, <laughs> Closure Moscow. You're massive in the scene, mate. Yeah, telling me about it. So what did you think of it? What do you think of the song? Man, the song's really cool because it is like, like this grindcore, deathcore vocals, but it is more hardcore music. Yeah. But he does like this fantastic like deathcore rapping thing. Oh, I just Which love, is crazy. <laughs> I love like rapping quick vocals in hardcore music. It's so good. Yeah. It just, it, I don't know. It's my favorite thing right now. <laughs> and how they like, how it's like kind of choppy and the timing's like kind of all over the place. Yeah, you love off timing. Oh, uh, and so many bands are doing it now and it's just really pleasant to listen to, I feel like. It's the year of Kate. Yeah, man, there's going to be some good stuff coming out this year. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for DGD. I'm so excited. DGD. Did you see that they brought out, you know, those jumpers that you like those kind of poncho-y you know like hippie jumpers no do you mean a poncho not really a poncho but like, like a the moo-moo. jumper version of that anyway DJ still a poncho isn't brought it? out like those jumpers did you see that no there's a special name for them but i can't remember what it is yeah i was thinking about getting you one but it was like oh probably cost like 50 us dollars oh man like 70 20 us dollars shipping that's the only bad thing about living waiting in Australia. for bands to come. <laughs> yeah, well, because you can't, you literally can't buy merch for overseas bands because it just costs so much money. Yeah, it's heaps. It's horrible. And our dollars so terrible. Yeah, and they literally end up charging you like twenty dollars for shipping one item. Yeah, it's depressing. So I'm looking forward to them coming out. I'm just going to buy heaps of merch. Should we hop into space? <laughs> hop into space. On a space hopper? <laughs> Put it back in, mate. <laughs> Did you ever have one of those when you were a kid? No, I never had one. But they had them at my primary school as like a exercise thing. Oh, you would have been so cute. Oh, Stap. Space hopper. Stap. As we say every week, if you can read, you already know what the main event is going to be. <laughs> Surprise. Hooray. So, this week we're going to be discussing the pilot for Lost in Space. Netflix original. Is it? I believe so. Oh, that's why it's all fucked. <laughs> oh, wow, that's a long discussion. Mate, I'm not reading that. <laughs> what about that one down there? After crash landing on an alien planet, the Robinson family fight against all odds to survive and escape, but they're surrounded by hidden dangers. Pretty good description. So we're talking Lost in Space like the 80s TV show about the family and also the <laughs> remake movie with uh, Matt LeBlanc. <laughs> Oh, oh my god, that just clicked in my head. What? I know that Lost in Space movie with Matt LeBlanc. Yeah, that's that's Lost in Space, the movie. But that was taken from an 80s TV show. Yeah, and this is a re-adaption of that, I assume. See, I've never seen the 80s TV show. I think I've seen the movie. You would have seen it. It was like very popular TV. when it came out. It's just one of those TV movies that's always on. Yeah, it comes out, well, they play it once in a while. Yeah. 
This has got a 7.3 out of 10 from like... 20,000. <laughs> Almost 21,000. That's actually not bad. That's a pretty good rating. Well, yeah, it wasn't... It wasn't bad, was it? No. What's your opening statement about it? Your first impressions? Why didn't they just call it something else? Because that's how they make money and get interest for it's it. It's fucking dumb. So this is like the gritty version or like... It's even, it's even closer to... The Riverdale version of Lost in Space. No, 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 no. Because Sorry, I just don't understand what you mean. Because the '80s version was like a TV show for families that was just about this family, and they just go to another planet, and there was like this comic relief, like overly camp evil doctor who couldn't get away with anything, and this child who is like smarter than everybody in the universe who builds a robot to take care of that doctor, and it's just like family values and shit the whole time. And then the movie was pretty much the same thing, but, like, a bit more realistic. Not so camp and, oh, there's a space crash and we're getting attacked by aliens and, like, something's actually happening. And this is, like, so we'll take the name of that and all the names of the people and then just fuck it. (laughs) So, in this, the kid is the dumbest one instead of the smartest one. He doesn't build the robot or, like, change the robot from the model they had when they started. It's, like, alien. The, like, the oldest daughter is adopted. <laughs> Everybody hates their dad. Why? <laughs> I think the whole thing with the dad, because he, he's a soldier, right? And yeah, he was obviously He's been absent from their childhoods because he's been serving overseas. I think that's just to create, like, a bit of tension at the start so that they can then build up this whole family dynamic. No, I, and going I, through this is going to bring them together as a family. It's like an ah oh, thing. I understand why they've done it. What I'm thinking is that it it's Lost in Space and it's like a remake of Lost in Space and like it's the gritty version of, of Lost in Space or whatever. But if you didn't call it Lost in Space and you changed people's names, probably would have got like a six. <laughs> because all it is is just like name dropping like the whole time. So like when they have, when Dr. Smith character comes at the end of the episode, it's a woman. Oh my God, crazy, it's a woman. Insane. <laughs> and like the engineers are on a different shit. Whoa. It's crazy. So is that guy Matt LeBlanc? I think the dude engineer is supposed to be Matt LeBlanc. Because the Robinsons don't fly the ship. <laughs> like, they have a pilot. And the oldest daughter is in love with the pilot. Yeah, that's right. And that's, like, that's the romance of the whole show. I think we watched that movie together, like, not long ago. Well, I think it was on TV. Was on we might have watched, like, the first section of it. Mm. And you gave up on it once the monkey pet thing comes out. Is there going to be a monkey in this? I don't think they're going to bring a monkey pet thing into this. I hope not. They might. If they do, that's concerning. Because <laughs> I think they combined the alien... Because the monkey pet thing was like an alien that was like left on a planet and it had no family and blah, blah, fucking blah, blah. So it's like becomes oh, part of their family. So that's kind of like what the alien So I think is. they've yeah, they've combined them. But then, at the end, the alien was fucking killing everybody on their space station or whatever. It could have just been someone from the same race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like that was ob- like that was obviously the point of going there. But also they crashed on the same planet as the Robinsons, which as we discussed is like the most unlikely thing in the universe if they were going to look for a planet. I think they both crashed later on the same planet like around the same time. But didn't they all go into that wormhole though? And maybe the wormhole like spat them out around the same area. So they were all in the same vicinity but as that planet. But where's everybody else on the space station? I don't know. Dead. Dead. Fuck. <laughs> I guess the main plot for this episode, other than them crashing on this planet, was 
the daughter getting frozen in the lake. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. Yeah, so she swims down. Their ship basically like sinks. Yeah. Into this glacier or whatever, and it's underwater, and they think that it's going to freeze over. But they want to get some power out of there for their suits before it freezes over. Yeah, so they don't freeze to death. Yeah. So the daughter goes down there, ends up not making it back before the river, the lake freezes over. Yeah. I thought that scene was like pretty fucking intense. Like oh, I man, felt like... that shit. <laughs> so well planned. Yeah. I was just like, wow. They're just like, what would suck? Like, what would be your worst fear if you were on a planet that was, like, negative 60 degrees? It'd be like, oh, you're swimming in the water and then it froze around you and you couldn't move. I almost cried. A, but you're in a suit and you can still breathe and you're still, like, alive. You're warm enough but to be alive. But you can't move and you can't do anything. I almost cried from anxiety watching that. That was pretty fucked. <laughs> and she was so close as well. Like, her hand was literally, like, a couple of inches well, from the surface. Well, could see her. Yeah. You can see her under the water. So the whole thing is them trying to get her out and they're just, like, you know, fucking hammering at the ice. And the kid realizes that there's magnesium on the planet. Yeah, there's like a fucking a mountain, or like a uh, meteors hit the planet, and it's made of magnesium, and it's partially on fire. <laughs> so they're like, "Why is it so bright? Like, what do you think it is?" And it's just like, "Motherfucker, if you've ever seen magnesium burn, like, <laughs> so bright. If there was a rock that big made of magnesium on that planet, you wouldn't be able to see anything. Like, everybody would be blind." <laughs> At their camp, they have lights. There's basically a fucking yeah. thing brighter than the sun, like, yeah. <laughs> on the same planet as you. Oh, the other, the other point of conflict is the mum got her leg crushed when they did the crush. Cr- crash yeah, yeah, she gets her leg crushed. So she's got, like, that, not crushing syndrome. Is it crushing syndrome? I think they're the same thing, yeah. Because crushing is when um, all the potassium gets squeezed out of your cells and starts poisoning you. Yeah. I, don't, I think it might have been something slightly different, but her whole leg was, like, just full of pressure. Yeah. And they had to cut open her leg. Yeah, the older daughter is obviously the doctor. Yeah. Is frozen in the lake and has to describe to the younger daughter how to cut her mum's leg open three times or whatever. That's pretty fucked. It's pretty intense. It was pretty intense. Like, yeah, I'm not saying pilot, it wasn't. Like, a lot of shit happened. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm not saying it wasn't intense. I just don't know why they needed to slap the Lost in Space banner on it. I actually wasn't too sure about it for probably about the first half. Yeah. And then as it went on, I was like, oh yeah, this is like, this is all right. And then the last 10 minutes is what got me. And I was like, yeah, Yeah. I think I want to keep watching this. While we were watching it, I checked how long there was one time and we had about 34 minutes left and I still, I still wasn't sure on it. Yeah. That same. But then like after I checked that, I didn't check it again. (laughs) Cause it was really, it was enjoyable to watch it. I had a lot of problems with it and I know you had some problems with it. We, but we were still enjoying watching it. Like, it was enjoyable to watch it. But I think we Very also too. we also really enjoyed pretending that the story was going to take a 360 and everybody was going to die. <laughs> Josh just wanted everyone to die the whole time. <laughs> I wanted there to be dinos. You were like, oh, they find some trees. And you're like, it's going to be dinosaurs here. It's going to be dinosaurs. And I was like, why would there be dinosaurs on a separate planet? And then Will turns on his transceiver thing and it's like and Kat's like there's a fucking dinosaur <laughs> there is a dinosaur <laughs> it's like why is there a dinosaur there but it was just the alien's wife dying in the spacecraft I, I guess <laughs> I think that's what it was or the craft is alive and no I reckon there was like another another alien in that craft okay that died yeah that was my reading from it anyway oh I didn't read that deeply into it oh. alien sounds is just alien sounds I need you read into them 
I quite liked the alien, but I thought it was kind of weird how it changed into like more of a humanoid. Yeah, to make them less like confronted by it, even though its face is made of lights. lights. <laughs> but learns how to speak English pretty fucking quick, doesn't it? Oh, what was that line that it said at the What, end? Danger Will Robinson? Yeah, I didn't get that reference. You were like, that's lame. And I was like, what do you mean? Apparently that's a catchphrase from the 80s show or whatever. It's so lame. It's like the thing that carries the series is Danger Will Robinson. And Will's the kid, right? The young boy. Yeah, because in the original, he builds the robot because he doesn't have any friends. Because they're lost in space. Mm. And it's just him and his family. So he builds a robot to be his friend. And the robot protects him. And now it's an alien. But it kind of looks robotic, though. Yeah, that's what I mean. So they've just slammed it together. Yeah. Like, it's a robot alien. And they're like, and Netflix is like, fucking sold. Like, <laughs> you get 13 episodes or whatever. I wonder if there's going to be a replacement for that monkey character. I don't know, because it, I do feel like they just slammed these two together. Maybe it won't be a monkey. Maybe a puppy. Maybe it won't be a monkey, which I'll be happy about. Because, like, back in the 80s, they just, like, put the monkey in because it's a monkey. Monkeys are easy to like. People love monkeys in fucking TV shows back then, I guess. Like, put some pants on it, and that's the Friends. funniest thing in the world. Yeah, Friends, exactly. What's the monkey's name? Marcel. Marcel, yeah. So is there anybody in this that we know? I'm just looking through. I don't recognise any of these people. It's just quite beautiful, that Taylor Russell. Judy, the oldest daughter. Yeah, but I think it's all fresh faces. Yeah, I don't rec- really recognise any of these people. And there was a lot of characters introduced at the end of the episode because it shows the space station. So you get introduced to two engineers, Dr. Smith. Not just those three, really, I guess. Yeah. So Dr. Smith isn't actually Dr. Smith. It's like some random woman who takes Dr. Smith's jacket. Yeah. So that she can get in one of the escape pods. Exactly. So they must somehow meet up with the family later. Yeah, they'll, I, in the trailers I've seen that they just sort of get together and... Oh, I haven't even watched the trailers. Are they good? They're trailers for this show. Does that make sense? <laughs> I'm pretty sure we watched the trailer together, but that's cool. Mm. Was there any other major plot points that are in this? The sun gets separated, like... Because they go and find the magnesium to save Judy from the ice. Yeah. And then it's... it rains and the water refreezes oh, anyway. Oh, man, that was so devastating. So the son and dad go to get the magnesium, they get separated. And yep. that's how the son ends up finding this alien. And the alien ends up saving him from this fire that somehow spreads yeah, by, from cause the spaceship. Because it, it got cut in half. Yeah, it was from the spaceship. The alien got cut in half and it was dying until it gets its two halves put back together or something. Yeah, So, they so we cut the tree with a bit of wire. <laughs> put the alien back together. They forge a friendship. The alien, well, the boy saves the alien. alien saves a boy go back to his family, and luckily the alien has heat hands. <laughs> yeah, heat hands is like the alien's big thing. So he frees Judy from the ice. Yeah. And thus end the episode. But then he, and then he keeps them warm because they still don't have power to survive the night. Yeah, so what the hell So is it just becomes happen? an outdoor fucking heater for like <laughs> yeah. ages. So they just cower in fear to the, to the heater that happens to be there. See, I thought it was pretty cool. Would you keep watching it? Yeah, I mean, pretty much all the way through, probably 45 minutes of the way through, I was like, oh, I'm not sure about this. I don't really want to watch this anymore. I mean, it got to the end and I was like, yep, I want to keep watching it. I think we probably will keep watching it. It felt so forced, though, like the grittiness of it and stuff. Really? And like, well, yeah, like think about how many times they're shitty to their dad. Like I said, when we were watching it and everything, they're trying to get it to go quick. And I understand that's like... 
the trope of TV shows and stuff and like to make it seem like time passes you have to like cut little bits in and like but it's like okay so they're having Christmas right and they're having a Skype call with their dad everybody's opening presents and then they realise that the dad's been standing outside for two hours or something he's just been standing outside the front of the house what a fucking weird unit and then he comes in the house the second he comes in the house they get a phone call and that phone call tells them about something that the kid just happens to turn the TV on that's on the TV about like an asteroid or whatever like, it's just like, bang, 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 bang. But none of those things made sense. <laughs> I don't get upset about that stuff. Oh, it, ki- it, it kills me. You've got to segment these things a little bit better. But I understand it's like, well, why here's... Why don't you write a script then? And here's the intro it, and just like, do it. Mate, I don't write scripts. I review shows. <laughs> that is what I do. All right? So I'm allowed to do that. What are you fucking getting up in my grill for, mate? Fuck. <laughs> I just think you're a bit harsh on things sometimes. Man, I'm doing a review. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't like it. Do you want to do some ratings? No, fuck yeah. I'm just looking at the 80s TV show. That's, oh, wait, a, no, this that's is the movie. movie. <laughs> Lost in Space 1998, 5.1 out of 10. The TV show has 7.3, the old TV show. It's from the 60s. Oh, the 60s. Yeah, mate. Apologies. So this has a lower rating. Oh, it has the same rating. It's the same show. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you give it an overall rating of? I think, yeah, 7.5 is pretty good. Like, it looks fantastic. It's flawless looking. And, like, the way that they build tension in the show is great. And the people's interactions are, like, really interesting. And you want to know why everybody's so shitty. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff comes straight out of left field, like how their mum forges like results on the test so that the sun can come with them so she doesn't have to leave him on earth and then she straight away sends like not she doesn't divorce her husband but she tries to get like full custody of their kids yeah so that's kind of like a weird thing that we're going to find out about i guess like he originally wasn't going to go with them it was just going to be the mum and kids yeah and now he's there now he's he's there and are they split up still or well, I don't know, because he's the most capable of all of them, but yeah, they treat him, but they treat him really badly because he's the most capable. It's so weird, because he's just like, all right, so my daughter has two hours of oxygen, and my son is in a jungle where he can't see any real threats, and I can't get to him. So save the daughter, then save my son, and everyone's just like, you're a fucking monster, and he's like, oh my god. No, that was totally fair enough. <laughs> Everything is just like you're the worst, even though you're making decisions only to save us. Mm. Oh, I didn't say what I would give it overall. No, you didn't. I'm going to say 8 out of 10. You never do. (laughs) 8 out of 10. Plot? Well, that's overall. 8. Well, it's it's lost in space. Don't make that fucking face of me, you dickhead. So, I don't know if it's... It's probably not going to be like the TV show, which is just like new planet, new thing. New planet, new thing every episode. No. They're going to be stuck on this planet for ages. But the thing about lost in space was that it didn't have an end because there's... Infinite. Because they're lost. In space. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I don't know how this TV show is going to build on things because you can they're only going to introduce those three extra characters and then they're stuck on a ship together and then they just go world to world it's the only way they can do it you know what I mean so I don't know how much interesting build we're going to get out of it or if every episode it's somebody's going to get trapped in a really tense thing but I'm excited to see like the tense parts and see what they come up with mm. but I just don't know how they're going to keep going yeah we'll have to watch it and see and what do you think um, I don't really know what they're going to do with it. Do you reckon that those engineers and Dr. Smith are going to crash land on the same planet? <laughs> That'll be even more unlikely. 
like you said, they went through the same wormhole. True. But they could already be there. Because we're not talking about, like, a fucking peninsula. Oh, that was in the past as well. Yeah. Yeah. We're not talking about a peninsula. We're talking about a planet. <laughs> they on the same planet and never see each other. And we know that the kids' fucking walkie-talkie thing doesn't go very far. Yeah. Because they walk, like, what, like, 2Ks to this magnesium thing. And then he falls down a slide or whatever. So he's just... He's still there. He's just a bit lower down. But once his dad leaves, can't contact him. Yeah, yeah. But he still tries to contact other people on the planet. It's really weird, really arbitrary how far <laughs> this thing can go. That's because he sees the ashes and he thinks that another craft has landed. That's why he uses the walkie-talkie. I don't know about that. Oh, well, that's what I thought. What other ratings are there? Didn't give a rating for this Characters. Mate. Oh, plot. I said um, plot and overall. I always put those together. Oh, okay. Eight out of ten. The characters, I actually didn't super care about many of them, apart from the girl in the ice. But that wasn't because of who she was. That was just because of her situation. Yeah. But I think I will start to care about them. I don't feel like I'm never going to care about them. I feel like I, I may never care about them. But it's still interesting to see them get fucked up. Well, they're also shit to each other, like always. Seven out of ten. Seven out of ten? Yep. I'd probably give it like a, a five and a half or a six. Okay. Just because like hating each other is not a character. I think they're going to start loving each other more. Well, they're going to have to. That's going to be a There's whole thing. There's people left. No, there must already be people at the colony that they're trying to get to. Yeah, but they, the, it's lost in space. They won't find them. Okay. Like they went through a wormhole. You could be anywhere in the whole entire universe and they would just go on like Earth to space station to wherever. Or was the space station their colony? I don't think that was the colony. So they were going somewhere. I and think they were going to a planet. And now they've gone through a wormhole to... Who knows where. Yeah, they might never be able to get back. That's that's lost in space, me. Let's mm. move around until they run out of fuel. Did you like their spacesuits? Costuming? They were interesting, weren't they? They weren't very practical. Cause, like, Couldn't they... fit through tight spots. No, and the guy like rips the inside of leg of his... Like, I've got a pretty pretty bad run of ripping the insides of my, like the crotches and stuff of my pants at the moment. Same. And this guy's got a rip in it and that's the difference between life and death depending on the planet. And luckily, he could survive. Yeah, what was that about? Yeah. His ex, his wife or ex-wife or whatever was like, just like took her helmet off. Yeah. And they were like, oh, how do you know that there's oxygen on this planet? And she's like, well, you've got a rip in your pants so I already know because you're not dead that I can survive in this atmosphere. But it's didn't, like, didn't mention why it. Why didn't you tell yeah. him he had a fucking rip in his pants? Because everybody hates each other. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, you, I can't get behind anybody because all they've got is just seething resentment for each other. My favourite character is definitely Judy right now. Not just because she was trapped in the ice, but also because of that flashback where she was talking to her little brother mm. and was all like, she threw away her space manuals because she's like well i can just borrow yours when you get yours when you pass the test and i was like oh but he didn't no he didn't <laughs> but yeah she's my favorite i like her well she's the most strong independent woman so of course she's gonna be your favorite and she's a fucking doctor so what's gonna happen when dr smith comes and she doesn't know anything about medicine judy's just gonna be like bitch well, dr smith can just be like i'm a, not a medical doctor I'm a psychologist. Better than anybody else, you should know that doctor doesn't mean... No, I know that. MD. I know, but I thought Dr. Smith was an actual medical doctor. I don't think so. I think he's a scientist. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about the old series. So what do we have left? Oh, you already said that we really like the look of it. I especially like the bit where you see the spaceship sink into the 
ice, the ice water. That was another of those things where I thought the timing was a bit off. What do you mean? Well, they try to get out of the top hatch and they can't fit because they're bulky spacesuits or whatever. And then they have to go at the airlock and they have enough time to get all their supplies and like lovingly place all their supplies on the side and then the spaceship suddenly just like straight into the water. Yeah, it was convenient. But wasn't it like it was outside when it sank and then they were suddenly in a cave but they were still at the water? I think there was sort of like an ice overhang or something that they were sheltering under. It was really... Yeah, when we saw that they were still at the ship, it was really like, what? Yeah, yeah, I was was a bit confused by that. (laughs) Yeah. I thought they'd moved off to camp somewhere, but they hadn't. See, I'd say the look of it... Oh, the visual effects are amazing. Eight and a half, nine. Yeah, probably a nine. Yeah, it looks really nice. They've obviously uh, spent a fair bit of quiche on it. Yeah, a fair bit of that Netflix money. Yeah. What else do we have to rate? That's everything, isn't it? That's the show. Would you recommend people to watch it? Yeah. I mean, not to everyone, but anyone who's into sci-fi, I guess I would say to give it a go. Yeah, why not? I think you'll know, it's a good show because you'll know by the end of the first episode whether or not you want to keep watching it. Yeah, which is going to be a lot more of the same. Which is something we don't get a lot of on Pilot Era. (laughs) Our shows where they present you everything and they're like, here you go. If you like it now, you're going to like it. If you don't like it now, it's probably not for you. That's true. Like, it's a very solid pilot, I think. Yeah. 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10? Hmm. I'm actually surprised that I enjoyed it so much. I didn't think I was going to. I don't know why, but... No, I can see that. I didn't think I was going to enjoy it as much. Mm. I still think that I've got my reservations about it, that it'll be hard to watch the next episode. Maybe. But we'll see what happens, guys. We might lose interest. We have done that. (laughs) Do we know what we're going to do next time? Do we? We'll pick another brand new show, I think. It's always better with new shows. Yeah. Again, sorry for the sound issues last time. Hopefully this time was a lot better. We apologise. Feel free to go back on the Instagram or the Facebook post for that one and say, this is fucking bullshit. It was terrible. The sound quality was terrible. Feel free to be mad about our opinion about Altered Carbon. Cause Get angry. I think we've... have. What's our ratio for likes and dislikes on this, on this show? I think we like most of the stuff it, that we We watch. lean more towards likes, I think. But we don't actively watch things we think would be shit either. That's true. So you can contact us on Instagram. Yep. We are Pilot Error Podcast. Just search that. Twitter at Pilot Error Pod. Facebook. Search Pilot Error Podcast again. You'll find us. You can email us if you want, but I'm sure you won't. No one really emails these days, do they? Not Apart any, from work emails. Only weird people email. <laughs> no one even sends text messages anymore. I just talk to people on Facebook chat. I don't know about you. Yeah, it's the world is weird now. Yeah. Zuck's got all your information. Mark, give me the Zuck. What, what's the whole Zuck thing? Well, what's going on with all these SoundCloud rappers, mate? Like, the world is fucked in the head. <laughs> mate, it's we're getting there. So, on top of that, if you have any recommendations for TV shows that you want us to watch, feel free to send those through. Give us five stars on whatever you listen to your podcasts on. And keep your eyes open for the first episode of Pajama Era. And our Japan trip. And our Japan trip should be out very soon. We'll let you know on Insta and Facebook. Thanks again for coming, guys. Thanks for listening. We love you. Have a good one. Bye.